Hey everybody, welcome to the Mean Boys Podcast. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey. And this is the best of Mean Boys! Yay! Hell yeah, dude. We uh, we decided, you know what, uh, we've uh, done uh, 66 of these now. 66.6, this yep. is the episode of The Beast. Uh-huh, what better time to uh, to take a look back on uh, on what we've achieved. If you're uh, if you're new to the show, this is kind of give you some background on uh, what we do here on this uh, dumb, dumb fucking island of uh, nihilism. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of uh, new people reaching out and checking out the show. We wanted them to have a good uh, starting point. So this is sort of some of the best stuff. If you've been a fan for a while, uh, take a walk down memory lane with yeah, us, and won't you? And you might get a little backstory on where some of your favorite sketches and segments came from. There you go. Uh, and uh, we're, we're going to begin the best of episode with uh, the way we begin every episode with the Mexican joke off. When we started this uh, podcast, me and Joe uh, just kind of had, he had this idea. He wanted to do monologue jokes. And we didn't really know how that was going to fit into a podcast. We're like, well, maybe we each tell one. We go around a circle. And we're like, oh, like a Mexican stand-up for stand up for jokes. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we do? The Mexican joke off. Pretty much everything we've ever named with the show, we've gone with the first thing we thought of. Yeah, there has been no second draft of any Mean Boys idea. No, we, we never even had this podcast wasn't going to be called anything except Mean Boys. Yeah. I was like, what if we call it Mean Boys? And they're like, yeah, are we really going with Mean Boys? And I was like, shut up. Yeah. Well, what's funny about doing Mexican joke off is when we have people in who have never done the show before, they're always so strange stressed out during the joke because they don't realize how little we all try <laughs> oh yeah well and also how the fact that people failing is a lot of times yeah the we're mean it's easy to be it. mean when people are failures yeah yeah and we're also going to have a, a bomb compilation later on in this oh, episode. we sure will <laughs> so enjoy that I new think. york county landfill indeed uh but yeah you, you get the point this is just us it's it, the, the the whole fucking point of this is that monologue jokes don't have to be lame. Jokes don't have to be lame. It doesn't have to be you're wearing a fucking suit, you know. Yeah. With, with our, the, our pitch for the show is always kind of about like, what if Jimmy Fallon talked about ISIS? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't need someone like fucking you know Paul Schaefer twinkling the keyboard every time you hit a pun or whatever. Yeah. And I think we're fans of like obsolete formats in fun ways, like morning radio and late night TV and stuff like that. So I think we just kind of have fun doing our own version of yeah, it. Yeah, they're great. Let's fucking uh, go monster garage on it and <laughs> revamp it for some uh, you. You know, shut in edge lords all yeah. around the world. So we open every episode like this. Uh, we've cut together a collection of some of our favorite uh, Mexican joke offs here for you to enjoy. Poultry company Purdue Farms announced it will begin slaughtering livestock in gas chambers. Chicken Schindler remarked, "I could have crossed the road more." <laughs> <laughs> uh, chicken, Schindler. chicken Schindlers are those little sandwiches at KFC, right? <laughs> Dude, I love the barbecue chicken Schindlers. <laughs> a new video released by the Islamic State shows children murdering prisoners in an abandoned carnival. Meanwhile, a graphic designer on Reddit wrote a six-paragraph essay on why Rogue One ruined his childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Original Beastie Boys member John Barry passed away this week at 52. While no cause of death has been provided, medical experts say they saw signs of sabotage. Cut. <laughs> 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 The terminally ill son of a U.S. drill sergeant was made an honorary Marine at Camp Pendleton today. The Twitter of Liberian President Charles Taylor tweeted, Oh, but when I make kids soldiers, it's an atrocity. Shake my damn head. Check your privilege. (laughs) (laughs) A naked man tried to commit suicide by jumping into a lion enclosure. He survived, but the lions were shot by... He survived, but the lions were shot dead by zoo authorities. Just another case of Africans being gunned down for acting in (laughs) (laughs) self-defense. Pretty good. A life-size version of Noah's Ark opened in Kentucky. Guests are saying this is the greatest boat-themed attraction since last year's slave ship-inspired eatery, the Om Nom Namastad. 
<laughs> Redemption! <laughs> a Canadian mother is speaking up after her special needs child was excluded from another child's birthday party. The host of the party responded, Look, we could only afford enough goodie bags for 46 chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> Two Pokemon Go players fell off a cliff while pursuing the digital creatures. As they careened towards the ground, one shouted, Devin used fly! It's not very effective! (laughs) The controversial Ghostbusters remake was released this week. The film features an all-female cast, as well as an updated character based on the Black Lives Matter movement, the Stay Woke Marshmallow Man. President Obama announced he will reveal the amount of civilian deaths from U.S. drone strikes. The member of the staff who guesses the closest will win the entire jar of jelly beans. (laughs) (laughs) A Texas teen has shot a toddler for jumping on the bed. His mama called the doctor and the doctor said... (laughs) His mama called the doctor and the doctor said the child was pronounced dead on the scene and your son will be tried as an adult. The Supreme Court voted to keep 30 abortion clinics open in Texas. A Texas abortion clinic is better known to the rest of the world as a mechanical bull. (laughs) (laughs) A study finds Facebook posts containing false information are more likely to receive likes and shares. This explains the popularity of Conor McSpadden's recent post, I am not a cum-filled balloon animal. England has voted to leave the EU this week. Britons around the world have expressed hope that their country will just put out one bad solo album and then reunite at Coachella for the paycheck. (laughs) Bruce Springsteen has publicly questioned Donald Trump's competency as president. In an interview, the musician said, Donald wasn't fit to run. Anyway, <laughs> Syrian rebels beheaded a 10-year-old child in what they called, quote, an individual mistake. The rebels went on to say, the real crime would be if we beat ourselves up over this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my we all, God. We all make mistakes. <laughs> I just like that the Syrians are still better at self-love than you, Joe. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> A six-year-old boy was killed when a refrigerator fell on him. His parents are devastated at the loss of their child and they have no place to display his artwork anymore. (laughs) In Oklahoma, a mother and her three sons were killed when their car was hit by a train. The train was overheard saying, quote, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Oh, God, I did! Uh, in honor of Halloween, IHOP unveiled their new item, Scary Pancakes. Restaurant customers have lauded Keith Carey as the man who conquered fear. <laughs> Gangs are suspected in a fatal Fort Worth shooting at a dance studio. Graffiti left at the scene read, Once you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first pillowette to your cold judgment day. <laughs> uh... Yes. <laughs> CBS's new Star Trek series will feature a female starship captain. The pilot will revolve around her facing her greatest challenge ever, parallel parking the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Jay Leno! <laughs> if you could send that joke through a time machine for whenever Voyager came out, you would like be $100 richer. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't feel great about it, but it was fun. Oh, I like Dude, I, my two favorite things. Uh, misogyny, Star Trek. You got <laughs> A Wendy's employee was fired after writing a customer's name as Big Head Ugly Dude on the receipt. In other news, the Mean Boys suffering concussions from running to grab the order at the same time. 
<laughs> Bonk. Take that, all our fans. Get, oh, away. Lo- Get away from my Wendy's chowd ahead. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that in the silent movie opening title card. The mean boy's in the chili conundrum. <laughs> the police officer who sodomized a man with a screwdriver during a routine traffic stop is still on the job. He said in his defense, I was just trying to take his batteries out so he could power down and cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> German authorities have created a virtual reality simulation of Auschwitz to aid with the prosecution of Nazi war criminals. In related news, they have discovered the final solution is actually up, up, down, down, left, right, B, A, select, start. A restaurant in France has just opened in which all the chefs and staff suffer from Down syndrome. Upon arriving, the diners will be seated by the maitre. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Customer, customers report. The waiter pointed to the table's floral decorations and said, Are you going to eat that? <laughs> For the grand opening, the chef has prepared his signature dish, foie gras and Lego pieces. <laughs> I actually have three jokes for the same topic. I'm going to lightning round these. Knock them out. Sandy Hook Elementary reopened this week. The remodeled campus features a new gym, a state-of-the-art computer lab, and ghosts. Okay. Of the dead. Tough to top. Sandy Hook Elementary reopened this week with an all-new campus and a new mascot, the Fighting Toddler Corpses. All right, last oh. one's the best one. Oh. Sandy Hook Elementary reopened this week. Parents are thrilled, saying it's good to have a school that definitely has smaller classes now. Ooh. Oh. I, the third one is the best, but the hardest for my soul to swallow. Oh, my God. I can... A child survived nine hours of being locked in a daycare van. He was finally found after a passerby heard him yelling, Am I dead yet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> ISIS staged its first Jihad Olympics. It will be followed by the special Jihad Olympics, which include such events as decapitate the plastic soldiers before you eat them. (laughs) Oh, oh no. The little kid playing with his army men, like, reading a message to camera. (laughs) Macaroni art to Allah! There has to. There, this is something you don't think about. There has to be special needs kids in the Islamic State. Just mittens pinned to a C four vest. <laughs> my hands get cold on the way. It's, to for, it's forbidden, forbidden to depict the Prophet Muhammad. Good thing we ate all the cramps. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh wow, you drew a school bus full of fertilizer. Oh dear. oh dear. Well. Oh no. I thought they said we'd get ICs. Pokemon Go, an augmented reality game that allows users to capture Pokemon via their phone in the outside world, was released this week. Reviews are calling the game, quote, the autism equivalent of wrapping a dog's medicine in a piece of cheese. <laughs> Uh, in a related story, Pokemon Go players were targeted by muggers this weekend. They were using a Machamp, making it a four-armed robbery. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I better make it a threefer. A human rights group has developed an app called tra- yeah. A human rights group has developed an app called Traffic Cam, designed to fight back against sex trafficking. Engineers describe the app as like Pokemon Go, but with less pedophiles. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. We Pokemon went, you guys. Oh. An obese man accused of rape has defended his innocence, saying that his stomach is too large and his penis too small to have sex with the woman who accused him. His lawyer said to the jury, if you can't reach the clit, you must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real story. That's a man's real legal defense. A woman has put up 10,000 rainbow-colored Christmas lights in response to her homophobic neighbor, ironically using the correct voltage to make her son uh, straight again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Dr. Mortaro, child mortician, (laughs) was uh, the first sketch we ever did on this show. It was, yeah, and it's uh, remained kind of a divisive sketch. Some people love him, some people hate him, some people are just too unsettled to really have a (laughs) comedy-based opinion on him. Dr. Mortaro is a uh, creation of the dearly departed Joe Dosh, who we started the podcast with, uh, and... Appeared on the first, I think, five episodes oh, in a row. He was on a well. He was just oversaturated. You know, we that was before we realized like we got to get some other characters in here. Or yeah, some he other. was like Kevin Hart, where it's like, okay, Doctor Mortar, you can't be in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like the Rock of uh, Mean Boys one through five. Just yeah. every billboard was just Doctor Mortaro again. This but time he's at the beach. I remember the first time I heard the Doctor Mortaro voice, though, I shit my pants. Oh, I I love him. I don't give a fuck if you don't like him. He's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, he's ghoulish. So please enjoy uh, Doctor Mortaro, Child Mortaro. Appearance number one. Hello, folks. I'm Edgar Mortaro, and I'm pleased to announce the 50% off Black Friday sale at Mortaro's Baby Coffins. That's right. Come to Mortaro's for half price on any infant sarcophagus. A deal so good, you'll wish two of your pregnancies were mortally catastrophic. Yes, and with Christmas right around the corner, Mortaro's baby coffins make the perfect gift for any woman with child should it not come to term. Hundreds of Yelp reviewers have described our products as most disturbing. But Edgar, you say, won't your coffins tip over and spill my child's carcass like the other infant mortuary services? Nonsense! Because each infant sarcophagus is equipped with topple guard, ensuring that your fetal remains stay undischarged. So come on down to Mortaro's, and remember, baby coffins are a recession-proof industry, because babies always die. Uh, Karnak the Blood Feaster uh, is quite possibly my favorite thing I've ever written. <laughs> yeah, Keith, tell him tell when you wrote the first Karnak. Because this is kind of a fun, like, pursuit of happiness story that you told me. You wrote it on the bus. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wrote the, I wrote the first Karnak. You were coming over, you didn't have a sketch, and we had to record, and you yeah, like, I was Well, yeah, and the thing I've noticed with this show, and it's going to appear a couple more times on this list, is generally if I have a really good feeling about something and I spend a lot of time polishing it, whittling it, nobody will ever like it to remember. <laughs> but if I'm panicking on the Metro, just like I don't want to disappoint those two fucking surly gay lords. <laughs> and this is early in the podcast where I really wanted to like seem cool, because like, me and you were already buddies, but like I didn't know Joe very well, and I was just like, yeah, I didn't want to be the one who screwed up the podcast yeah we're still and and nothing more embarrassing than starting a podcast by the way oh totally so i panicked and i was just like okay what can i write really easily and the answer was just like weird macabre guar imagery (laughs) and then i just put the flimsiest uh political 
uh, spin on it, and that became Karnak the Blood Feaster uh, running for president, which, I'm not going to lie, seemed like a really funny bit until Donald Trump became the president. Oh, yeah, well, then we had the whole... We, we, he's appeared many times in many different contexts. Yeah, Karnak Sometimes has a, he has a cameo. Yeah, there's a long... Uh, go back through and find all the Karnak appearances if you want. There's actually... We haven't them all collected, but there's a whole arc and a canon and supporting characters, uh, and there'll be more Karnak coming soon, but uh, it's my favorite... Uh, so here is the first appearance, Secret Origins of Karnak the Blood Feaster. Lowly worms, bow your heads and fill your loincloths with urine in the voice of Karnak, the Blood God, devourer of the innocent, the wolf of all nations. I sit atop a throne of infant skulls. The corners of my empire cower at my name, and only one land dares to defy my rule, the land you call America. Yes, I have visited the blind prophets in the sulfur caves. I have breathed deep of the cauldron of knowledge, and in its haze I have seen your world. Your amber waves of grain, your metropolises, your Johnny Rockets. You are a joke. You are scum. You are a fly on a smear of shit compared to the dark glory of Karnak, and you dare call yourselves America the Great. Karnak will show you greatness. That is why I, Karnak the Blood God, am announcing that I am running for president in 2016 as a member of the Republican Party. Elect me your God King and you will be cleansed of your putrid freedoms, baptized in the hellfire of my hatred. But Karnak, you may be asking, where do you stand on the issues? To that I say, you dare question Karnak! I will make a soup from your eyeballs! Your economy is in shambles. Karnak will restore balance with trickle-down economics. It is simple. You deliver your golden spices unto me, or I remove your throat with my hands, and your coward's blood will trickle down and poison the soil. You fear the ape king Obama will take your guns. Karnak cares not. Keep your puny firearms. They pose no threat to Karnak's armor. Karnak will eat your ammunition, and he will shit a war. Karnak will ban gay marriage. Karnak will ban straight marriage. All citizens with usable holds are now brides of Karnak. Your other candidates are puny. The one you call Trump, he claims to be the chosen one. Bring this orange man onto Karnak. With a single swipe of my axe, I will remove his limbs. Bleeding and weeping, the Trump stump will beg for death, but he will not receive it. He will be sent to Flesh Rot Island and forced to gratify the lepers who live there. Do you hear me, Trump? You will be raped to death by the living dead. Your belly will fill to burst with the coagulated seed of the damned. So saith Karnak. Anyway, when you step into the voting booth, you have a lot of choices to make. But remember, they are irrelevant. Karnak is eternal, and he will be your next overlord. A thousand years of darkness and four years of conservative values. Paid for by the plundered treasures of a fallen kingdom and Ann Coulter. Hey, mean boys. It's Kyle Clark from the This Is Rad podcast. Congratulations on whatever meaningless milestone you're celebrating for this episode. I'm proud of you guys for sticking with this half-baked idea for as long as you have, and it's amazing. You guys have become the comedy house band for the new white power movement. That's got to feel good. And to think, however many episodes you guys have done, you've only had to take two extended hiatuses because podcasting is hard, especially with however many jobs you guys have. But uh, for real, I love you guys. I look forward to your show every week, and you are the best. Fuck everything. God is dead. Bye.
All right, and the Mean Boys podcast is back. Uh, this is uh, my probably, probably my favorite segment that I ever came and up. Arguably with. my least, least least. <laughs> yeah, so that that tells you a little something about our relationship. This is the first. This is an, an idea I had kicking around forever for like a, a desk piece, you know, or whatever for a fucking like our version of Jay Leno's headlines or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just you know I just jot I would just think of these things throughout the day like oh yeah fucking best pro shop more like KKK Mart and then <laughs> you know it's 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 fun it's just it's, you just rename shit. Yeah, it's a segment that's beautifully formulated to your brain and exists only to confound and irritate me <laughs> indeed yes like every time we have to do it i kind of hate you a little bit and the intro uh is when we first figured out that there were effects on the mixer that we have since forgotten how to use oh i forgot about that yeah so it's uh it's probably with all of the you know dead kids and molestation humor uh we've done is probably the most unsettling thing in the entire show so <laughs> indeed the yeah the elf voices are real bad uh yeah so enjoy new names everybody <laughs> All right, uh, it's time for a new segment here on Mean Boys. Oh boy, this is something called New Names. Uh, you know, we uh, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna take things and we're give them a new name that we think is more appropriate. Uh, I'll start us off. I think that Planned Parenthood would be a lot better if it was just called the Pussy DMV. <laughs> you guys down with that? I mean, what if Planned Parenthood had a new name? I think it would go a little something like this. Whoa. <laughs> hey, fucking, you're the one who wanted to start a scripted comedy podcast, okay? <laughs> sure did. Sorry, it doesn't seem so natural when we're reading the fucking jokes we wrote <laughs> in our laptops, you, know you twat. Having, that's how you know we're having a good episode when we start blaming each other for the inception of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's your fucking deal. I just showed you up. You knew what I was like when you married me. Yeah, I was just riding my skateboard fucking people and being the coolest dude, and then you were like, Nick, come read things in my face. If you can't handle me at my you know what this reminds me of then you don't deserve me at your account <laughs> i think coffee should be renamed to bowel avalanche traffic more stressful juice <laughs> um you know I, th- I think it's a pretty good name for him but uh instead of keith carey i think we should start calling him argus Crumblebottom. <laughs> Uh, my first new name of the week, uh, the Zika virus from now on will be known as Breeder AIDS. <laughs> oh, damn it. I have a Zika virus, too. Well, the Ooh. Zika virus uh, shrinks your baby's head, so I've decided to call it Reverse Joe Dosh Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big head. Yeah. Uh, I, need yeah. a, I need a little Zika. Just, I need to take a little bit with like my vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to get Zika like how girls get a tapeworm to diet. You know? <laughs> yeah, I went on a Zika cleanse, and I'm feeling like really petite in the face. <laughs> A shot of Zeke in my Jamba Juice. I think rapists should now be known as clam burglars. <laughs> oh, God. All right, everyone. From now on, Monster Energy Drink will be known as Kidney Stone Gasoline. <laughs> I would like to name rename Ikea the Think You're Too Good for Walmart but Aren't Store. Oh. By the way, one of my favorite things about shopping at Ikea is watching the mostly Hispanic staff try to pronounce the Swedish-named furniture and like, whoa, give me the Kajargenberg. <laughs> we got the floor goober. <laughs> hey, hey, man, go get a spoople from the uh, back, dog. Uh, yes, a spoople? I think, I think the break is like also like, yeah, man, I got I to gotta take my flingendorg, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'm overdue, man. I mean, it's like the law in California, dude. <laughs> Every time they kill somebody, they get an umlaut tattooed under their eye. You gotta restock that flugblad, Holmes. Oh man, dude, this fucked up, dude. I, I, dude, I thought I, I thought I made over 12k, so I was eligible for Flingendorg, but I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna die, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh my god. Now give me a meatball. 
right. Speaking of meatballs, Keith. <laughs> Good segue. Uh, I think St. Patrick's Day should be renamed White Power Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> New name for all the molestations that took place in Catholic churches over the Easter break. Cadbury Cream Pies. <laughs> well, well, I don't feel good about myself. <laughs> How do you think they feel? I have decided that Civil War reenactments will be renamed White Supremacy Cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. New name for congratulating Keith Carey. Mozzarella Toff. <laughs> Thongs for lesbians will now be known as ukulele strings. <laughs> New name for Joe Dosh and drag. Mm. Mrs. Krautfire. Awesome. I could see you just actually using that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tag on that. Uh, new name for Joe Dosh when he gets a little racist, the Grand Gizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. Uh, new name for adult skateboarders, puberty cosplayers. <laughs> uh, butt plugs will now be known as Father's Love Duct Tape. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. New name for the Bass Pro Shop, KK Kmart. <laughs> Keith Carey's Forever Nap, now available on iTunes, will now be called That Thing Cotter McSpadden's Friend Did. Exceptional. Fucking. I get one around, guys. Flawless victory. Let's high five closer to the mic. Uh, Uh, I think we can call skirts rape curtains. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to start calling astrology white girl magic (laughs) I've actually been plugging this pretty hard Uh, I think that Tom Goss will now be called Hills Have Eyes Spongebob (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Shaved pubes will now be known as pedophilia cosplay Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, That's too dark for this oh, show. Oh, no. Uh, I've decided that Invader Zim messenger bags will be called the Star of David in Nazi Germany, but for people without personalities. <laughs> Long road to get there, but I like where we went. Connor McSpadden and Joe Dosh will now be known as Tweedledee and Tweedlecom. <laughs> hey, maybe I only wrote four of them and then realized that 30 seconds ago, so it wasn't bad for that. Connor, Connor's tweet will come. I should clarify that. But I wanted to get out. Connor took a breath to exhale condescendingly more. Uh, fat girl's tattoos will now be called tramp food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've decided that cunnilingus will now be called orgasm data entry. <laughs> Okay, from now on, old-timey gay farm sex will be known as a romp in the hay. <laughs> oh, my Christ. You know, that's the most accessible piece of comedy you've ever <laughs> I, I listened to that, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Joe trying to sell out. <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, new name, Australian women will now be known as Gash Bandicoot. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> That, that offends me as a feminist uh, and an enjoyer of the does. PlayStation yeah. 1. God, I mean, it offends me as a man with ears. Gash Bandicoot! <laughs> oh, dear. I've decided that barbecuing will now be known as Dad Eucharist. <laughs> what does Eucharist mean? That's a Catholic thing. Yeah. That's when you transform the fucking bread into the holy body of it's, Christ. Oh, I like how Dice Bro was about Irish. to explain catechism to me. You, yeah, I yeah. know, but I was raised correctly as an atheist. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Damnable. (laughs) 
weren't raised in Catholic. How do you get your guilt? I know where mine comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. What do you who do you have to yeah. be guilty to? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, I don't know my standards of myself. Oh well, geez. You see, I like to think that we're all our own gods. Oh, fellas. it's nice if you don't have a fucking monster in your own head that's telling you you're not good enough. It can still happen on your own. That's great. <laughs> here's the thing. Monster- Listen to that, fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, here's the thing, fellas. Monsters always there. You guys just give it a name and shit. All right, that's just. <laughs> I just, ah! Jesus! I just call that homie Inside Connor, uh, all right, and he's uh, not pleased with my progress. Welcome to the new segment: New Reasons to Give Up Hope. <laughs> new reasons. The abyss case is back. Everything you believe is a lie. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to something more jovial. Sperm banks will now be called Smells Fargo. <laughs> All right, uh, driving for Uber is now called Millennial Sharecropping. (laughs) Oh, I never drove Uber like my mother did, or my brother did, or my sister did, and my landlord does too. Swinging for Postmates. Uh, Suck a dick and never sponsor us. (laughs) Damn. All right, well, yeah, we're going to have to suck up to Nature Box, Keith. <laughs> how, how you live in Casper Mattress? Oh, yeah, yeah. A, a, a new name for vegan vaginas, Nature Box. All right, anyway. You look oh, like you were, that's so much better. You look like you were born out of a Nature Box, you nymph. <laughs> hey, my mom's a yoga teacher, and I'd thank you to leave that out of this. <laughs> Let's take it away. Uh, new name for No Shave November, 4chan Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog fighting will now be called Pokemon Arf. <laughs> The rest of mine I'll follow a theme. Uh, the song Frost of the Snowman will now be called Ode to Our Dead Ice God. <laughs> <laughs> the most mean boy shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> a new name for the mannequin challenge, the White Privilege Harlem Shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, there's, no, there's nothing more white than just like, we're doing nothing. Isn't that great? <laughs> All right. New name for the kid who wore his backpack on the front in high school. The only guy that buys the new Bionicles. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. That's such a weird double-edged sword. Because it's like calling him a fucking dork, but you're a fucking dork for knowing that would hurt a fucking dork. Well, I mean, any, anything beyond the first two Bionicle generations is just a, is just ridiculous. They left Mata Nui. Oh, God. <laughs> I, re- I refuse to know what you idiots are talking about. Kyle, you just, like, flooded back so many lonely nights. New name, the menstrual cycle, will be called the Pooner Eclipse. <laughs> Close it up. Oh, that, that, we did another one? Oh, jeez. I don't know if that happened. Uh, God. This would be good. I just had... Uh, I didn't have another good one, but uh, I had... You didn't have one I had, good I one. Had, <laughs> Sorry. I had new name truckers Uber for boxes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Mean, mean. Uh, all right. Uh, look, I know everyone's tired of all the iconic characters that I've created for the podcast, <laughs> including Taco Monster and uh, a few other people that aren't Taco enemies. Monster and Shitty Connor. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that are and me just doing a British accent and finding an excuse for it. Uh, no, Mark Malloy has been another one of the most enduring characters. Uh, again, from the mind of Mr. Keith Carey. Yeah, uh, Mark Malloy kind of grew out of the. Again, it was one of those like. Seventh inning, like just fuck. I got nothing. I gotta throw something together. Uh, and <laughs> Keith understands Satan's and bros. Yeah, it, I mean, truly, it's Satan's. I, I've, I've Satan's. never heard pluralized Satan's before. Satanism. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of bros. Uh, just as a concept, I think they're very amusing, and I just wanted to throw one into a very nerdy capacity and just have them try and understand dork shit. 
Uh, and also, I can only do two voices, uh, and they are Karnak and Mark Malloy. Yeah. As you may have heard on every other sketch, I have no range. No. Connor has his one British voice, and he can kind of do a girl voice, and then I have those two, and then Tom sounds like Tom. Yeah. That's yep. uh, that's what we're working yep. with. With voice acting. But, Podcast uh, relies heavily upon vocal variation for uh, continuity, etc. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as much great as, idea. Yeah, as much as I love uh, Karnak, Mark Malloy is probably the character we've done that's taken on the most life and sort of become the most fully fleshed Well, character. I love Mark Malloy because he's good-hearted. He's just... He's just a piece of shit, but, like, he's not a bad person. Yeah, no, well, and that's something that is the only Keith Carey can understand. I, and Mark Malloy is the closest thing I've ever seen in fiction to me, because oh, all yeah. he wants to do is just finger-bang and do Viking. That, look, Mark Malloy is Keith Carey circa 2012. Yeah, he loves gay people. He loves just having a good time. He yeah. He shows up to, you know, kind of do the right thing. He's talking people out of suicide. He's he, fighting Pokemons. He's opportunistic, but he's, you know, he's not cruel yeah. at heart. Yeah, he takes his retarded cousin to Disney World. And yeah, part of that is to try and rip off a princess. But like, you know, he's got <laughs> he's got good intent. Yeah. Uh, but we've done a lot of Mark Malloy. We'll do a lot more. We uh, we also invested a lot of money in a Mark Malloy costume. So expect some live appearances. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's going to be. Uh, we may catch, capture some video footage of him soon. Yeah. Uh, this is the first appearance of Mark Malloy uh, in his new business venture. Enjoy Mark Malloy's anime. Emporium. Hey, Mark Malloy here. Anybody in South Boston knows if you need anything, I'm the man to see. From a good deal on furniture, to gently used cars, to a few kinds of parliaments maybe fell off the back of the truck, Mark Malloy's your guy. Recently, I've been looking to diversify my cash flow. I was talking to my nephew, Little Pete. You know, Little Pete, he's that kid with the glasses, works down at the park raking leaves. His head's shaped all wackadoo because his mom smoked while she was pregnant. It's fucked up, bro. Anyway, he's in all that internet nerd shit. And at first, I'm like, Jesus, Pete, get your shit together. Learn to catch a football or something. But then I looked up the numbers and realized there's wicked money in this shit. So that's why I'm proud to announce the grand opening of Mark Malloy's Anime Emporium. Are you a grown-ass man who loves Japanese cartoons? You one of those toothpick-counting autistics? Maybe you got a lot of fedoras. Ain't never fingered a bride. Now, this store is for you. We got all the hottest anime titles. Attack on Titan. That's some bullshit with giants or something. I don't know. Or maybe you like Dragon Ball Z. The last time I was Dragon Balls, it was on the face of that boss gang I met at Kalani's. I don't know what the fucking Inuyasha is, but you got 20 bucks, you can take it home and put it in your dumb butt or whatever. We got Tamagotchis, Miyazakis, Mitsubishis, swords like a motherfucker. You want to bust it out on a pillow with a picture of some slut with cat ears on it? We got you covered. Plus, if you're some kind of gross pervert, we got a bunch of DVDs about little jab schoolgirls getting fucked airtight by a spooky octopus. I'm serious, kid, it's friggin' bonkers. So come on down to Mark Malloy's Anime Emporium, bringing the finest and creepy homo nonsense to South Boston. Conveniently located off Blue Hill in Dorchester, next to where the crack house used to be. Uh, so this is Bitchfest 2016, which uh, grew out of my love of just trash metal uh, and the promo videos that come with it. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, just the, the again, archaic mediums just being revamped. Yeah, it's just the dumb shit we love. The and radio it, ads from when you're a kid are fucking amazing. Yeah, and just kind of like with Mark Malloy, I was like, okay, bros and feminism. That's I want to collide them but not have them yell at each other. I think it's anytime you can take two enemies and find a way for them to have a mutual ground, like that's the funniest thing to me. Oh, yeah. Because there's always a weird Venn diagram that you wouldn't expect to see. And also a fun thing about the sketch, this is before we realized that uh, doing takes without laughing at your own lines wasn't a great idea. Yeah, we thought. well, we thought it might be kind of fun to like leave the laughter in on the sketches and keep them like... Uh, and then we realized, like, oh, that uh, we didn't like Jimmy Fallon on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, exactly. Which this is my one regret is that I didn't. We didn't do a clean take of this because I think this is very, very fun. But I, uh, I, I laugh all over it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody amuses me more than me. Oh no, truly, no. I am. I am hands down the world's biggest Keith Carey fan. <laughs> 
you know, he's he's uh, Keith is just unapologetically sexual and uh, proud of himself, and he's just he just I owns know, I it. Worked, I worked real long and real hard, so now I'm just gonna fucking be stoked. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've seen some shit. So that's if I want to be stoked about my boner, we'll get it in the mirror for a while. That's on me. That's the Keith Carey live long and prosper. Fucking be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> As they shoot me out of the fucking cargo hold. If only his fingers weren't too fat to make that V. <laughs> uh, insert your own finger banging joke there. Yeah, and uh, you know we the many more appearances from Twisted Nerve Promotions. Uh, always one of my favorites. You know, <laughs> Twisted Nerve is uh, pretty fun. Go this check out good. Dave's House 2016. There's a Halloween one. Uh, but here's where it all began uh, with Bitch Fest 2016. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The insane clown posse and Planned Parenthood are teaming up to bring you the entertainment event of a lifetime. Due to a booking error, at, a booking error at the Pomona Fairplex, these unlikely allies are bringing the first combination feminism convention and violent music festival. Get your tickets now for Bitch Fest 2016. That's right, the Dark Carnival is coming, and they're putting a hatchet in the back of the patriarchy with performances by Twisted Ovaries, Sympathetic Pregnancy, Clitoral Stimulation, Maxi and the Pads. Speculum, Mound Garden, Cunt Full of Knives, Knives Full of Cunts, No Consent, Wiener Guillotine, and Insane Clown Pussy. But that's not all. See Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg give a keynote speech. Then watch her swim naked through a vat of Fago. If she doesn't drown, everyone gets a free corn dog. We got, we got gender queer. We got genderqueer jello wrestling. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Who cares? It's got tits, and the tits are sticky. We got the world's largest indoor craft boutique. You wanted yarn, you got the yarn. Yarn out the ass. We got Truckosaurus, and he's going to be using his jaws to twist 12 tons of scrap metal into a tribute to the works of Georgia O'Keefe. Lesbian motocross legend Sheevil Knievel is going to jump 12 school buses and the wage gap. It's going to be gnarly to 70% of the max. 50% of all ticket sales go towards keeping Planned Parenthood clinics nationwide open so they can continue to provide affordable health care for slots. Bitch Fest 2016. Uh, me and Joe were in the back of a show, and uh, I it started off like a Is that like a rhyme. weird dirty limerick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we fucked, and we just don't like to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, he, we, we started doing these country lawyer voices, you know, uh, while we were actually supposed to go, about to go uh, read a piece of King of the Hill fan fiction where he was playing uh, Hank Hill and uh, just fucking bomb real bad. And we, we started doing it, and we're like, oh, we got to do some of those, like, with the, like, the way, way he described it, I remember, it was just like always like creaking as you lift your fat ass off a chair you know and so so we had that germ of an idea and then joe came in with this script and I, it was just so fucking funny and this is just short and stupid and it's one of my favorite things we've ever done so enjoy simple country lawyers all rise for the honorable judge whitmer uh hear ye, hear ye. uh this district court is now in session you may begin with your opening statement well your honor i'm just a simple country lawyer born and raised right here in mississippi I don't carry no pretense to nothing, but y'all don't need the good sense God gave a hog to see that this here case don't make a lick of sense. Thank you. Would the defendant please rise and give his opening statement? Well, your honor, I'm just a simple country lawyer, born raised right there in Savannah. Now, y'all might be thinking, well, heck, didn't we just hear from a simple country lawyer? Well, yes, yes, you did. 
as this is in fact a case between two simple country lawyers regarding matters pertaining to their respective professions as simple country lawyers. Now, y'all don't need the good sense God gave a turkey in November to know that if you pluck the eyes out of pig, he gonna find the snob trial one way or another. Uh, thank you, sir. The representation for the plaintiff may proceed. Well, y'all, I'm just a simple country lawyer, a simple country lawyer who was hired by a simple country lawyer who, despite his profession as a simple country lawyer, elected not to represent himself in the case set before us today and instead hire the services of a simple country lawyer. Now, I don't know nothing about no nothing, but I think it's plain to see that if a frog decides to stop a hop and the Lord is going to find a goose or two to fill in. Uh, yes, uh, the defense, your response. Well, y'all, I'm just a simple country lawyer. And while I am the fourth simple country lawyer mentioned thus far, I am in fact representing the defendant simple country lawyer who was the second simple country lawyer who was introduced in the proceedings overall. Now, I may not be a knowings, all the goings and the doings and the happenings, but your honor, you put a chicken in a wedding dress, you're going to have to fire that caterer. The plaintiff may now call its first witness. Well, y'all, I'm just a complex country lawyer. Grew up in Portugal, moved to Alabama when I was one. Speak fluent Mandarin Chinese. My parents are a lesbian couple. A lot of facets to me, a lot of facets to me. Now, I don't nothing knowing about futzing about knowing, but y'all take a hep cat down on a rebo, you're going to hunk a all the way to the morning. Well, y'all, we are five simple country lawyers speaking collectively. We may not be no fancy big city attorney, but it don't take a hyperbolic folksy metaphor to know that Negro is guilty. Hey, you dinks, it's Slayton. And it's Jeske from uh, the podcast Crime! I know that you guys think that you are the most homoerotic podcast in Los Angeles, but that's not true. Oh, dude, we're way gayer, dude. Just to make this phone call, I made Slayton take my penis out of his mouth so we could talk. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. Like, I have a sinus infection, so I couldn't really breathe through my nose. But the things that I'll do for podcasting that you guys won't Shut do, up and get back to sucking. That's a good point. So I guess you've done like a year or whatever of this. I don't know why. Um, I guess people sort of like you. Wait, is that a roast joke, or are you just trying to hurt their fucking feelings? You guys, we love you. Great work, and they fuck you guys. Feelings. Peace, bitches. Okay, uh, the Mean Boys are back, and uh, I don't even know how to set up a segment that's just the best of a human being, but this is the best of Tom Goss. <laughs> Tom Tom is a uh, a friend of ours from the Orange County comedy scene who is now one of our roommates. Uh, there, nobody's brain has ever worked like Tom's. Yeah, the way I describe Tom's brain is when Kurt Cobain was recording In Utero, while he was on shore, he had this amplifier that was broken, and he hit it so that the guitar techs wouldn't fix it because it was broken in the perfect way, and he liked the way it sounded. And I like, I don't want Tom to get any more concussions or take any more medicine. I want him to stay exact. He's perfectly broken. I'm going to be honest. That's a beautiful metaphor, but if you just said Tom's brain is a lot like Kurt Cobain's brain, that would also be accurate. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the first time Tom was around is when I went to Ireland and we needed a guest host, and I, you know, I recommended Tom Goss. He was the first guest we had on the show besides Jamar Neighbors or uh, Ramsey, if you even want to count him as a guest <laughs> or as a human being. And who and would? He just knocked it out of the park. I remember listening to this in my hotel in Ireland and just fucking dying. I was like, this is the best 
person for this show we've yeah, ever me had. And, me and he's, Joe were better at it than all of us. Blown away by how good Tom was. Uh, so we do the Tom Lightning round where we have him, you know, just explain what things are uh, amidst, yeah. you know, just fucking wild stuttering. <laughs> yeah, we have Tom Tomperty, which is a weird reverse engineered uh, trivial pursuit game based on his mad ramblings. And the. F- Did you hear that? What? Oh, I think my headphones just cut out. Okay. All right, I'll fix that in post. I can hear. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, we, we, the first time we ever had him on, we did the Dow of Tom, where we all made some Tom Goss memes. Or just oh, it, yeah, I forgot here's the thing: we were making memes out of everything that Tom said, and uh, we realized that we didn't have enough hours in the day to just transcribe everything he said because <laughs> everything he says is the craziest thing you've ever heard. He is, uh, and he's also just a brilliant comedian and just a good dude. And it's been fun to watch him go from like casual guest to. Unspoken third mean boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's yeah. He's whenever he's here, he's, he's here at the soundboard. You know, just fucking. Yeah, that's been a recent evolution, and we love derailing having, everything. <laughs> yeah, we love having him on though, and he's uh, he's become a big uh, fan favorite. So uh, everybody enjoy the best of Tom Goss. Uh, and we're gonna get to know our guest uh, Tom Goss a little bit. He's a uh, swell guy, everyone, he, and he a very sure funny is. comic. He sure is. And uh, oh, we're gonna learn a little you. bit about him in a segment I call the Tao of Tom. Hopefully Connor will put in some sort of whimsical racist jingle here, but he probably won't. <laughs> Ta- Tao's at like uh, that Chinese Bible, right? <laughs> I love this segment already. <laughs> like everything you say is like you're not wrong, but you're also so wrong. Yeah, like it's like chink church, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like Jesus for gooks. Uh, okay, the Tao of Tom. Uh, we're going to talk about Tom Goss memes. Uh, what is the Instagram handle for this? I think it's just Tom Goss memes. So so Tom is a comedian, a very funny comedian. He also is maybe the most insane person I've ever said. I've uh, met more insane. And he says things... That's disturbing. He, <laughs> said, he says things that have been preserved in meme form. These are all 100% real, in no mm. way embellished. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some of these out of context. Uh, a, just to get Joe's reaction, and B, to see if Tom can explain himself, because he was very mm. drunk when most of these were written down. Out- outstanding. Uh, or high. High's even worse. So again, these are all real Tom Goss quotes that he says are from his real life. Here's the first one. Me and my grandpa fought over who was the cookie monster. He's dead now. <laughs> Is he dead as a result of this? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just happened. They, they just came out of the same sentence. Oh, I see. We, we, we fought over it, and then, you know, years later, he died. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, well, that's a more coherent explanation I mean, than what you gave me like, This wasn't like your last conversation with him, was it? No, <laughs> I mean, we, we always argued about it. <laughs> Did this occur on his death? This <laughs> occurred on his deathbed? <laughs> no, it was, it was happening. No, 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 because when he was dying, we still talked about it. Like, I'm still, like, you, you know, you still lost, but it was never like a... It was <laughs> <laughs> to you and to death. I wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> Total victory. I wasn't going to rub it in. I mean, he was, you know, he had pancreatic cancer, so it was like... See, it's for cancer. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I believe if you die and lose an argument, that qualifies as a flawless victory, to use Nintendo terms. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I threw a table at the sailing captain. He asked me to leave. <laughs> the boat... <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we weren't on a bus. <laughs> we were we were in. I was well, in then he the... doesn't have any authority. Then how can he yeah. bust you around? You're not the captain of this YMCA, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Your jurisdiction does not extend to this Chili's. <laughs> I'm the captain now. 
God. I know. Well, okay, so I went to a boarding school in Illinois, mm-hmm. and they had like two people who sailed competitively, and one of them was the captain. He was a senior, and we were in the common room. Oh, he said boy. something, but he said a mom joke. I took those seriously back then, so I threw a table at him, and he had a yeah. They kicked me out of school. Like a whole table, like fucking yeah. Doctor Octopus. It was like it was. <laughs> I was very strong you in high school. Same body type. <laughs> Just squat. I used to work out all. That's like used to be my thing. Is I yeah. just fucking work out and play ice hockey and football, and I just like I just loved exercising. You uh, do look very. You look like like farmer strong. Yeah. Like you have strength that's like practical. Like you know Good what I mean. Like, oh yeah. No, thank you. Like, you can like raise if I need, if I have a bunch of hay bales, I need to move. I know who I'm calling. <laughs> I would love to move hay. Except <laughs> you look like you could build a Keith farm. Would, Keith would love to eat hay. <laughs> You you look like you could build a barn and then we accidentally hug the boss's wife too tight in it. <laughs> I played with it too hard, George. I broke the pretty one. But but yeah, now that that sailor com- captain, he's he's kind of dick. The the yeah. So he, he, you know, and I didn't hit him. He got what he, he got what he came for. All right, I just scared the fuck out of him. I like by this. throwing furniture at him. I, it was okay. In my defense, the furniture was the closest thing to me. I didn't go out of my way <laughs> oh my to God. grab the table. Tom, your life is like a novel that they would ban in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> for, I love like, those for, like, for like being too dark in the thirties. <laughs> a boy called Tom. <laughs> well, this is uh, this is something that's a little different. Uh, this is a game we play with Tom at diners usually. Oh, this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so God. What I'm going to do is for this game, uh, there's going to be two minutes on the clock. Olivia and Joe will be the judges. Mm-hmm. And what Tom has to do is I'm going to tell him a word or a concept, and he will have to explain it. Now, here's a classic example. Uh, gravy, to which Tom shouted, biscuit ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start in three, two, one. Sumo wrestling. Uh, fat guy slam. <laughs> yeah. Tambourines. Uh, 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 fuck. <laughs> uh, drum bells. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Mirrors. Uh, uh, uh re- re- reflectors. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Escalators. Uh, 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 moving stairs. <laughs> yeah. Lotion. Uh, uh, masturbation thing. <laughs> Who could object to this? <laughs> Reggae. Uh, 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 Jamaica music. <laughs> Acne. Uh, 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 face herpes. <laughs> Cone. Uh, uh, don't hit that. <laughs> it's a shape. Tom, it's a shape. I think, okay. I think he was yelling at me for slamming on the table. Explain Cone. You want to skip it? It's the orange thing you can't hit. You can't hit the orange thing. Oh, oh, traffic cones. Okay, Don't correct the man. You're like the emperor telling Mozart there are too many notes. Okay, mosques. What? Mosques. Oh, brown churches. Blue. Stick stuff. Lightning. Uh, 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 Skyfire. <laughs> Dictator. Uh, 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 one man democracy. <laughs> oh, bracelets. Uh, 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 bad jewelry. <laughs> Samurais. Uh, 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 not sumos. Um, um, uh, Japan knights. <laughs> Kangaroos. Um, uh, uh, jo- uh, fuck. Um, uh, uh, hot bunnies. <laughs> Jury duty. Um, don't, don't go. Uh, um, uh, uh, skip. Okay, uh, pajamas. Oh, uh, uh, sleep clothes. Okay, UFOs. 
uh, uh, God Frisbees. Polyester. I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right, cotton. Cotton. Um. Um. Uh. Slave shirts. <laughs> White ghosts. Ghosts. Um. Uh. 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 Oh, fuck. Um. Uh. Uh. Death smoke. <laughs> Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Um. Uh. Rich poor time thing. I don't. I don't. Know. Is that for rich people? Is it for poor people? If you have a good. I, I don't understand that. That whole. Australia. Australia. Sad England. <laughs> Moped. 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 Oh, uh, sad bicycle. <laughs> or motorcycle. Sad motorcycle. Mohawks. Mohawks. Um, sexy hair. I'm just going to go sexy. <laughs> Come on, some new ones, new ones, new ones. Show business. Show business. Um, uh... The Jews are getting back at the Nazis. Platypus. Platypus. Um. Uh. 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 Duck Pokemon. Fuck! I know that was wrong. I know that was wrong. That was right. Okay. Hit me! Hit me! Hit me! Psychology. Psychology. Oh. Uh. Uh. A bad brain study versus bad brain study. They're not all gold. Come on. Uh, existentialism. Existentialism. It's like kind of happening. <laughs> Pol Pot. Pol Pot? Oh, Asian Hitler. <laughs> not quite sure what he did, actually. Was, I don't know why there isn't a chef named Pol Pot. I think that was a real missed opportunity. How about PM? Oh, um, uh, uh, sleepy aspirin. <laughs> I, I've never taken it. I've never taken aspirin or tied a small dose. I've always, yeah. Igloo. Igloo. Oh, uh, ice house. It's what it is. What I can't do. You want my brain to do gymnastics every goddamn time? Yes. <laughs> the, the fucking, the, 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 the um, upside down ice soap. I don't know what you <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Who? Martin Lawrence. Oh, uh, chill Chris Rock. <laughs> Food trucks. Oh, um, um, uh, uh, the, the, the find you restaurants. <laughs> Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Oh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the homeless melting pot. <laughs> Only a couple more. I'll just a couple more. I gotta get off. Rocket chips. Rocket chips. Um, uh, 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 uh blast off points. <laughs> Smoke detectors. Uh, um, uh, 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 danger bring bring. <laughs> Colorado. Um, uh, 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 Mountain Pot, California. Sideburns. Sideburns. Um, uh, I don't know what year it is here. <laughs> last one, last one. 9 11. Oh. Okay, two more, two more. Uh, 9 11, um, 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 uh, uh, Islam whoopsie daisy. <laughs> We're going to throw some words at Tom. He has not seen this list beforehand, and he is going to give us his best attempt at describing these concepts. Are you guys ready for the Tom Lightning round? So good. 
Alright, you want to just go back and forth? Yeah, yeah. Alright, I'll start us off. Death metal. Death metal. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, kill you music. <laughs> Sandwiches. Oh, um, uh, shitty burrito. <laughs> Alright, Tom. Black people. Um, um, uh, 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 uh historically white. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't make me the bad guy. Global warming. Oh, uh, earth, sweaty earth. <laughs> Okay, Tom. Grapes. Grapes? Yeah. Oh, um, um, uh, uh, um, uh, picky fruit. <laughs> the mu- okay. The musical Hamilton. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Circumcision. Oh, um, uh, 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 dick haircut. <laughs> Reggae. Oh, um, uh, 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 uh bongo blast. <laughs> All right, uh, in honor of the venue, burlesque. Oh, um, uh, 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 uh clothing stripping. <laughs> I mean, technically, karate. Oh, um, I had karate eliminated too. <laughs> um, uh, uh, choppy fighting. <laughs> the color blue. Oh, um, uh, um, uh, 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 down yellow. All right, Tom, farts. Oh, uh, butt burps. <laughs> Tennis. Um, uh, 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 um, uh, 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 lacrosse. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, um, uh, 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 we the people of black people. <laughs> All right. Hey, the guy that said that was Thomas Jefferson, who owned a lot of slaves. So you are very wrong. Does anybody in the crowd have a suggestion for Tom? Candles. What? Sam? Candles. 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 I'm going to go into the crowd. Um, um, sad torches. <laughs> yes. Spaghetti. Oh, um... Uh, our roommate's anthem. Uh, uh, sorry, so inside baseball. Um, um, uh, 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 food hair. <laughs> All right, we got one over here. Horseshoe. Horseshoe. Um, um, uh, 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 shitty bowling. Comedy. Comedy. Oh, um, uh, 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 fucking. Uh, this is so esoteric. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is esoteric. <laughs> this is the one. Glass. What? Glass. Glass. Oh, um, uh, 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 happy plastic. <laughs> yes. Noodle dick. Noodle dick. Noodle dick. Oh, That uh, sounds like one of the ones he said. <laughs> uh, um, uh, don't eat that spaghetti. <laughs> yes. Trump. Trump. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, America the Orange. <laughs> on the Tom Lightning round. Ah, fuck, him, I hate this. We're going to give him 30 seconds. He has a category he has right. to fulfill. You Tom. have to name seven things within this category. Okay. Tom, Tom 30 we're, we're going to start you off. Name seven condiments. Okay. Uh, ketchup, uh, ice cream toppings, marchino cherries, uh, hot fudge, cold fudge, uh, 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 salad, and dressing. Seven weapons. Oh, sledgehammer, broadsword, samurai sword, uh, perrier, uh, or perrier, uh, crossbow, longbow, and machine gun. 
chips at the beach. I have a good relationship with birds. I don't understand. Last one, Tom. 30 seconds on the clock. Name seven kinds of animal. Okay, birds, uh, cockatoo, uh, a cocker spaniel, uh, a house cat, lion, uh, dragon, and uh, 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 ferret. Uh, can you just name seven Muppets for us real quick? Podcast should be called. <laughs> beers. Seven beers. Go. Uh, Heineken, Coors, Budweiser, Bud Light. Uh, uh, uh fuck. Uh, IPA. Uh, uh, um, uh, Captain Morgan and Jack Daniels. Guang. Oh God! Where to begin? Where to begin? This uh, this might be the crown jewel of all Nazi jokes. <laughs> yeah, it it really well because it shows a uh, fierce love of Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and also a terrifying knowledge of like tragedy canon. Yeah, the more verses in this song that you actually understand the references to without googling, the worse of a person you are. Oh yeah, well yeah, there's three full verses and by the way, Joe did this in one take, which was amazing. And then me and Keith were just like holding our mouths trying not to laugh. We we're like leaving the room trying to be careful so we didn't fuck it up. And we've know? only we've only done a handful of like musical parodies, uh but this is by far the best one. Oh yeah, and then we had to, you know, I had to go like get my shit together so I could do my lines, yeah. you know, the like I did not see this guy you know all that shit and it was just uh we, we did it one take and we're just like we're not gonna top that uh but yeah it's just fucking big and long and elaborate and ridiculous and bad and great and offensive and kind of heartwarming and <laughs> this is this is one of the most like indicative of like what mean boys is yeah yeah it's one of those things where it's like okay look uh death grips is this band just listen to this song called the fever and then <laughs> if you didn't poop then you probably got a new favorite band so enjoy uh guten days ladies and gentlemen order order let the record reflect that the date is June 18th, 2016, Federal Court of Berlin. The trial will now commence in the case of Reinhold Danning. Herr Danning, you stand accused of acting as an accessory to the murder of 170,000 people while working as a guard at the Auschwitz concentration camp. Herr Danning, let me be clear, I intend to get the full account of your experience at the Auschwitz concentration camp, and I assure you, Herr Danning, that the German nation will allow no heinous dean of the Third Reich to go unpunished, and you will be given a full account of the actions of you and all your cohorts during your time with the SS. Danke, Your Honor. It is not my intention to distort the truth of my past. While I was never directly responsible for the deaths of any inmates, I was responsible for the security of those who were. Many others contributed in such a capacity as well. I believed at the time that I was doing my duty to ensure the defense of the Reich during the darkest years of the war. You seem proud. Many were, Your Honor. Many of us believed in the moral certitude of the final solution. And those who didn't were merely opportunists. We were bonded together in a way that no one who has never endured war can understand. 
Many acted in pure, amoral self-interest, but many were certain what we were doing was right for Germany and right for the world. Stop stalling and get to the details of your crimes, Herr Danning. It was, well, let me put it like this. I had a friend who brought Cyclone B back in World War II. He told everyone it was insecticide, but it got breathed by the Jews, boy. Saw a man from Hugo Boss at an old beer hall. I was walking in while he was walking out. Said he made our uniforms look really cool But all he kept talking about Guten days Well, they'll pass you by Guten days We stacked some six million high Guten days Guten days This is highly irregular I met Joseph Mengele And knew he escaped Changed his name to Helmut Gregor. His nurse would swing by my cabin and have a few drinks. After a day of sewing twins together. The guys at Volkswagen, they made a car. A gift for the Chancellor of Germany. We'd cast the Jews and gypsies, sell the gold from their teeth. Got money laundered by the Bush family. Guten days. Well, they'll pass you by, Guten days. Would have made Herr Schindler cry, Guten days. Guten days. Order! Order! I'm kind of feeling it. Go on. Well, I really did not see this coming. Think I'm going down to South America Never have to answer for my evil And I hope that someday I won't stand trial in the Hague But I probably will A lot of people ask me How I could stand by and contribute to all of these horrors But we were at war, it was a long time ago And I was just following orders Guten days Crimes against humanity, guten days Work will set you free, guten days Guten days We interrupt this tasteless sketch to bring you a special bulletin. The Mean Boys podcast has received a cease and desist letter from the office of Bruce Springsteen saying, quote, Cut the shit or I will throat fuck you so hard I'll cram my dick in your left lung, pull out, and come in your right. In an effort to avoid lawsuit, ladies and gentlemen, the boss! All right, thank you, everybody. This is a song about a part of Jersey I wouldn't be caught dead in. Under the boardwalk. I instruct my driver to lock the doors when we drive under the boardwalk. I'm the boss. Oh, this is fun. Uh, Clinton and McGilly. Uh, is is that Connor? Connor writes the sketches, but Connor's strong suit is definitely the desk pieces and the jokes stuff. Clinton and McGilly is your finest hour. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. I'm def- Keith is uh, you know Keith and Joe have obviously produced most of the uh, most of your favorite sketches, and I'm more of a. Uh, 
you know, uh, lazy. So uh, <laughs> no, you're the heart of the show. Uh, no, I disagree, but you know, I, I, my brain is better suited to like the, the other kind of put getting a framework for the spoken, you know, improvisation. Improv- yeah, yeah, yeah you're, clear, you're clearly great at spoken improvisation. <laughs> yeah, you're, dude, fucking, you're not good at not being fat. All right, look, that wasn't. I'm, you got I'm phoning this in. We're recording this real late. We're doing three Mean Boys this week, backlogging them. So <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but taking a break from dog politics and getting into human politics, I had a whole plan about how I was going to write an animated series about the adventures of Bill Clinton and a Secret Service detail with uh, Hillary in the White House, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, that really <laughs> fucked me over. Uh, so this is the uh, surviving, uh, you know, remnants of that. It features uh, my favorite vocal appearance in Mean Boys history, just a few lines. Joe Dosh is Newt Gingrich. No one has ever crushed something and embodied something more, as well as, well as you, your Ken Starr and the Bob Dole. Like, it's just all fucking perfect. I the, love the, it. The Newt Gingrich is the, that's the big moment of this. We won't spoil the line. I'm not going to spoil my favorite. It's my favorite line. You'll know it. You'll know it. I'm not going to give anything away. But yeah, this is... uh, And there's going to be more Clinton and McGilly. It's very time-consuming because they have to be these big, sprawling adventures full of time travel and bullshit. Well, that's the thing. Most of our sketches are kind of like loose and they're like three minutes and they're just sort of like, no, here's a character, here's an idea. Yours are like dense. They're pretty much a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah, it's got to be a full Scooby-Doo episode. They're pretty well done. Starring the uh, the uh, 42nd president. So, anyone... Anyone? Anyway, anyway, fucking listen to it already. Okay. <laughs> Here's Clinton and McGilly. Suck it to me. <laughs> March 19th, 2017. President Hillary Clinton is overseas negotiating an international relief fund for Syrian refugees, leaving her husband, Bill, at the White House to tie up some loose ends with the head of his newly assigned Secret Service detail, Agent McGilly. All right, McGilly. What I'm about to tell you stays between you and me, capiche? Yes, Mr. President. <laughs> Please, McGilly, call me boss. You know, like in, a, like in an old-timey mobster kind of way? Sure thing. Uh, boss. Any particular reason, boss? I don't know. Seems like it would add a fun dynamic to our relationship. Okay. What did you want to tell me, boss? I've been using the Clinton Foundation payroll to pay off... Your mistress's boss? Damn it, McGilly, how'd you know that? It's an assumption pretty much everyone has come to, boss. Seriously? I mean, are you really that surprised, boss? Fair point. That's besides the point, McGilly. Everyone's always suspected old Slick Willie of having a little black book that's as big as Arkansas. But if this gets out, I'm going to be seriously undermining Hillary's efforts to rally charities around the world to contribute to the refugee crisis. Now, just because I've pushed some of my legislation through a few water gates doesn't mean that Hillary shouldn't be able to help those people in need. That's very noble of you, boss. Hillary doesn't deserve this. The only dick that's seen the kind of trouble mine has was elected vice president in 2000. I agree that we need to help the president's agenda any way we can, boss, but what are you proposing we do? All right, we need to sneak into the Clinton Foundation headquarters, steal some panties. Wait, what? Let me finish, McGilly. After we stock up on those dirty cheek huggers, we alter the Christmas bonuses on the payroll to reflect the proper non-bonerific amounts owed to my mistresses before our financial statements go public tomorrow. You want us to do that, boss? It would be highly illegal and, with all due respect, a national disgrace if a former president was caught burglarizing his own charitable foundation to launder funds used for sexual misconduct. Illegal? Yes. Disgraceful? Yes. Fun? You bet your sweet, top-security clearance have an ass, yes. And if there's one thing I know, it's that you can't stop the comeback kid from doing the right thing at the last possible moment after he has exhausted all other feasible options. I'll get the keys to one of our unmarked undercover vehicles, Mr. President. McGilly? I mean, boss. Hang tight, Hillary. The first gentleman of the United States is on his way. 
How are we going to get past security, boss? It's true. I've got this place locked up tighter than Al Gore's envelope house, but I also instituted a fail-safe in case of a situation like this. What's that, boss? I hired my half-brother Roger Clinton's grandkids to do security, and if there's one thing besides sex with an inferior I know a Clinton can resist, it's McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> McGilly, you beautiful son of a bitch. Start loading Tylenol PNs into these McGrills before I have to kiss you. Boss, why couldn't we have just gone through the front entrance? The woman's locker room's on the 12th floor, and it's guarded by a Cerberus whose three heads are Bob Dole, Ken Starr, and... And? Newt Gingrich. So that's what he's been up to. But boss, can't we just skip the panties? McGillis, stop asking stupid questions and help me pry open this window. Boss, I think that's enough panties. The sun's coming up, and we still need to alter the payroll spreadsheets and get out of here. Gingrich. Is that the Cerberus? That depends what the definition of is is. Fuck you, Star. This time I'm not just taking back the House or the Senate. I'm taking back your soul, William Jefferson Clinton. This is one time I won't compromise with you, Newt. It's time for a better three-headed monster for a better America, Bill. I gave you the Congressional Medal of Freedom, you jowly son of a bitch. We're cornered. What are we going to do, boss? You're going to die, just like my contract with America did under your veto, Mr. President. You should know better by now, Newt. Bubba's always got another trick up his sleeve. McGilly, suck on this reed for me. Yes, sir, boss. No, no, not jazz music. A special prosecutor's one weakness, the sultry moan of a tenor saxophone. You better get on the last coal train out of town. Cerberus. Ah, the minor pentatonic scale is for Negroes. That's just the kind of thinking that made your presidential bid a laughingstock, Gingrich. McGilly, go alter those spreadsheets. I'll hold them off. Three days later. Well, McGilly, Hillary negotiated the most unifying humanitarian effort the world has seen since the Marshall Plan, and no one was the wiser. Nothing left to do but to enjoy these cigars, eh? Boss, I just have one more question. Shoot. What were the panties for? <laughs> well, how do you think we're going to light the cigars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Clint. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode of Clinton and McGilly. Scandal, espionage, unsettling sexual perversion justified by a slick public demeanor. All that and more from the first gentleman of the United States and his trusty lieutenant. I'm with him. Uh, this next one coming up is another one of those last minute uh, <laughs> hair of the dick, like I gotta turn something in sketches uh, that I wrote with uh, the help of my friend Cody Sarvis. Uh, and we came up with an idea for a board game uh, to teach kids to try not to get raped. <laughs> and, you know, we do a lot of the stuff we do is just for fun. We, we like to provide a little public service every now and again. You yeah, know? well, and this is a fun one because I'm, I'm I like trying to, like, skirt the line between, like, how can I. Uh, how can I like have the the correct opinion on something but still offend people who agree with me? <laughs> well, yeah, Keith uh, says about this show, and he articulates this better than me. He's like, why the people that fucking are evil shouldn't get the monopoly on the funnest kinds of humor? Totally, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah at like, some point, I feel like everything switched, and all of a sudden, the right got like racism and rape jokes and sex jokes. I'm like, no, we are supposed to have that because we're the ones who are getting beat up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like... We, well, not me, but like, y'all, y'all you guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're the problem, but like, you know, before we rise up and destroy you, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I think we use just everybody who's ever had a problem <laughs> versus you. I've had several problems, okay? No, but don't get raped is fun. Don't get raped... Uh, I remember we showed this to Kyle Clark because he was the guest on the show and he read it and he just goes, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of several times that I brought in a sketch where somebody's been like, 
hey, come on, man. There was, there was one uh, that, that got moved to the, the Nice Boys April Fool's episode because it was so upsetting. 1-800-CUM-PIG. If you want to go listen to that, it's not going to the live episode because it's uh, just just like yeah. audio, just like drain cleaner. It's, it's, it's horrifying. So unpleasant. It yeah. is the worst thing ever. And then there's another one that will not be spoken of. Yeah, that's in the, in the Mean Boys uh, fucking vault. Yeah, it's, next, the, it, it's our day. song of the South for a lot of reasons. Yeah, next to JFK's brain. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this one made it through. And, and the uh, rest of Tom's brain. And I like this one quite a bit and hopefully you guys do too so please enjoy this commercial for uh, America's favorite board game don't get raped hey kids we've got a new board game that's cool and educational it's great for the whole family get ready for your new favorite game don't get raped the high speed adventure that pits you against a nightmarish gauntlet of sexual trauma and fun alright wait what roll the dice to move up the board towards finish but look out because there's trouble at every turn five six Seven? What's the card say? You had too many wine coolers at your cousin's wedding and the DJ got aggressive. Move back one space for every inch of your skirt above the knee. Aw, rats. Your turn. I got 12! Uh-oh. Chad decided he wanted to be more than friends and you didn't get to the door in time. Go directly to jail. Just kidding. The police don't believe you. Five cool tokens to play as. The late night Uber, the defective safety whistle, the communion wafer, your ex-boyfriend's 311 CD, or sketchy Uncle Dave. You made it to court. Can you tell the attorneys who raped you? It was... Uh, it was... Oh, I got it! It was the lacrosse team in the locker room with the coach's permission. I win! No, you sent a nude picture to somebody eight years ago. You automatically lose! What? And they're countersuing! But I... I... And they know where you live! That's, that's not fair! It's more than fair, it's fun! What's all that racket? I keep getting raped. That's because for all our so-called evolution, we are sexually cavemen, still trapped in an endless cycle of violence and abuse that subjugated the female population into a state of perpetual slavery. But on the plus side, without rape, we wouldn't have you! Mom! Don't get raped! Available now from Milton Cosby Games. On sale anywhere, anytime, no matter how safe you feel. Suitable for ages 10 and up, but also under 10 because God has abandoned us. Hello. I listen to the Mean Boys podcast, and I didn't like it. I was offended. I'm going to be calling iTunes personally and asking them to take you off the air. Hey, guys, it's Preston Smothers, uh, your agent. Um, look, I'm just going to cut to the chase here. The meeting went bad, all right? They did not like the pilot. Um, they laughed me out of there, all right? I mean, you guys set me up for failure here. I don't know what that was. I don't know what it was at all. Um, that being said, I'm going to have to drop you guys as clients. Um, I'm sorry. You know, no hard feelings. It's just kind of... How this industry works sometimes. So, um, good luck out there and everything. Oh, and by the way, if you could give me Tom Gossett info, um, the executives love him. Uh, we think we might make a project with him. All right, well, good luck. Bye bye. Hey, everybody, the Mean Boys Podcast returns. Which of the following? <laughs> that is very appropriate. Yeah, that's how I set up for a segment, segment you have never once set up well. <laughs> I've gotten it off a few times. You pulled it off a couple times. This is a game that I played in high school with my buddies. We just did it with Harlem Globetrotters, and I'd read three and I'd make one up, and they'd have to pick the fake one. And then I just, I, I didn't forget about it for, you know, years and years and years. And then I was like, fuck, okay, we could try that. And it yeah. didn't, I realized, like, oh, I could do other shit besides Harlem Globetrotters. And I keep thinking that we're going to run out of which of the following <laughs> topics, but people send them in. And I'm like, okay. Not even close. There's so much bullshit. And I'm like, though, there's a lot of different, you know, variations of the Power Rangers. Like, there's any number of places you could take this. Yeah, and this was actually the first thing you pitched me when you were telling me about doing the podcast. Oh, was it? I don't you know. Because you and Joe had already kind of been talking about starting it, but when you brought me in, that was the first thing. You're like, yeah, that thing we did with the Globetrotters at one time. We're going to do, like, that shit. And I'm like, 
okay, man. <laughs> I was like, that seems like a fun thing we'll do twice and then forget about. <laughs> and then it's I've been on almost every episode. Yeah, yeah it has absolutely dominated our lives, but it's very fun. And we get so many of these sent in by the audience, which we always appreciate. Yeah, and if, if you have anything that you're an expert on, you know, we had like Australian towns. Doesn't sound like it would be great. It was one of the most fun ones we ever did. Yeah. And it's basically, uh, if you're new to the show, three real things and one thing you made up. You got to pick the thing you made up. And uh, it gets into some, that Keith's got, he's probably played more rounds of what you're following than anybody. And just seeing the stratagems he's developing. Yeah, know. I get real a beautiful mind about it. I'm like tracking. Well, he's like, like this the... one was sent in by a listener, and they're clearly trying to be funny, but they're not funny. So that tells me it's probably cum farts. <laughs> you know, I'm the Sherlock Holmes of our terrible audience. That's what we do. We bring a, a high level of analysis to very, very base subject matter, and know very little about important things. Indeed. Uh, so everybody, uh, enjoy uh, our anchor segment. Uh, which of the following? Space Godzilla be praised. Question number four, which of the following is not real punk rock name? A, Mort Titian. B, Poison Ivy. C, Johnny Good for Nothing. Or D, Rat Scabies. Mort Titian. <laughs> From my time in the punk rockery. <laughs> the punk rockery. Oh, rip roaring it was. I the just, apothecary of angst. I just liked it because Mort is such a Jew name. So they stop. I'm just picturing like the Hebrew misfits. <laughs> They the, have the devil the man shepherds. Yeah. <laughs> the misfits. Aye, the power who needs it. Oy, I want your skulls, but at these prices? Oi, <laughs> oi, my darling. <laughs> I can literally do this until we fucking die. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was crying on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Uh. London Dungeon, you are at my mother-in-law's house. <laughs> Hiram moments. <laughs> Don't cry to boils, baby. Rye, 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 my uh, hey, hey, at midnight, why aren't you doing Jew misfits? Yeah. Points! Uh, was that Mortara or Chris Hardwick? Uh, I mean, uh, Mortara points. What's the difference? <laughs> oh Who <God>. cares? <laughs> <laughs> that was the most fun I've ever had. That was a Hall of Fame riff, boys. Oh my god. Uh, oh, fuck me. Tears. Um, Alright, I've prepared for you guys. Uh, which of the following is not a real Vince McMahon quote? So if you guys don't know who Vince McMahon is, he is the uh, CEO and owner of the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Oh, outstanding. And he played a the most despicable bad guy I've ever seen in wrestling. So, A, even if I wasn't your father, I wouldn't sleep with you if you were the last slut on earth. B, I don't think you realize that you're making me, a loving father, have to go into the ring and beat down his very own daughter. C, I'll never forgive your mother for giving birth to you. And D, I'm a victim of what came out of your demon-infested womb. I'm talking about our kids. Let's say A. Ooh, fuck. What is it? What are A and B again? But he's not a good parent. <laughs> a, even if I wasn't your father, I Do- would... Dr. Tom, <laughs> over here. Like, you've got some issues. Uh, a was, even if I wasn't your father, I wouldn't sleep with you for the last slut on earth. And B is, I don't think you realize that you're making me, a loving father, have to go into the ring and beat down his very own daughter. I'm gonna say A. I, I, I'm gonna say B, but it does. Even though it does kind of sound like something you'd say, like, like he'll punch his daughter in the face, and it's someone else's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom. 
I, I said A. Oh yeah, well the correct answer is A. Oh. Hey. He did. He had. There was a match in 2003. Vince McMahon versus Stephanie McMahon. He made his daughter wrestle him in a match. <laughs> and he, he choked her with a lead pipe at the uh. end of it. Uh, and then he made out with his mistress and then pie-faced his wife. I'm just picturing it. It's like, it's like Christmas. Is this real? <laughs> yeah, dude, No Mercy 2003. Dude, what the fuck? God, it's like Christmas dinner and none of them will break kayfabe. <laughs> like, these Vince McMahon stories sounds like, like Greek legends where, like, yeah, Zeus turned yeah. into a cow yeah. and then raped his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, The Undertaker turned into a swan and... <laughs> Wow, the, 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 the fucking coming of a father-daughter dance of WWE. Yeah, he won the match. <laughs> His daughter tried. Yeah, she had a good comeback, but she didn't. All right, this is all real or all fake? A, I hope the U.S. loses the war in Iraq. B, <laughs> we know the answer. B the one person in history I have to make tap would have to be tap out would have to be Jesus. <laughs> C truth be told I'm not a very big fan of the black people. <laughs> and D I could say anything I want to these idiots and they still cheer for me. All real. Uh, all all uh all fake. I feel like this is the comedian Robin wishes you were. <laughs> I'm going all fake. You know what I mean? like, like, you got all your Andrew Dice Clay energy out <laughs> on the Mean Boys today. Oh, They're going funny. with all fake. Okay, well, I guess this is... Wait, Joe... Jo I'm going to say all fake. Well, these are all fake Vince McMahon quotes, but it's kind of a trick question because these are all real Kurt Angle quotes. <laughs> 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 he said this in one promo. <laughs> and he was right because they still wow. cheered for him that night. What a heel. <laughs> Robin, that was an amazing game of Witch of the Followers. Thank you. Wow. Number three, which of the following is not a real Jamar tweet? A, Jay going to start using Lyft so he can tip these. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jay going to start using Lyft so he can tip these. After he fart up, they Priuses shaking my head. <laughs> B, no, nah, I'm not going to fuck her. I'm going to just chill and smell my butt and pretend like it's her sitting on my face till I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> C, because I'm just living in that lamp already free as shit. <laughs> D, I got a new respect for my toilet. Nigga. Just swallowed a 13-inch churd like, this is what I do, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got a right controlled lamp. <laughs> and wait for an old genie to die that got it during the A's. Jake will start using Liv so he can tip these niggas after he fired up the Nah, I'm not gonna fuck her. I'ma hey. just chill and smell my butt and pretend. <laughs> uh, uh, I, is is it A? Is that not my tweet? I'm going to say B. Joe? I'm going to say B as well. I hey, hate it. It's not Jamar's yeah. tweet. Yeah. You have way more memory. Because, like, I feel. <laughs> here's the thing. I feel like you have never had a thought and not tweeted it. You yeah. know, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like there's nothing in your drafts where you're like, is that too fucked up? I got to take a picture of some of them. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hear that at the, in the OR later. <laughs> All right.
<laughs> hey man, you guys ever smell your butt and just pretend someone's sitting like, oh no, just me? Okay. <laughs> Number four. Which is the following is not a real Jamar tweet. <laughs> a, did we ever get to the bottom of why food is so good though? <laughs> B, Jay trying to take some tap dancing classes on the low. <laughs> See, that jack-off session was stupid poppin', Jay still got it, muscle emoji. <laughs> or D, question, why is root beer so good? Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm going to say the root beer one. Jamar? Nah, A is A. I'm gonna say, I, I would have guessed, guessed C. That sounds like Connor trying to pretend he's black. The fake tweet is B, Jay oh. trying to take some tattoos. I feel like I've said that before. Uh, I mean, maybe no, I just... That's how good he is. Nigga, I swear to God. Because <laughs> I have been trying to take some tap tests. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's crazy. I was like, yeah, I'll probably tweet that like well, two months ago. No, you, you, know, you, just, like, you, just, like, you just see something, and then you forget about it for eight hours, and you're like, yeah, Jay trying to make an apple pie on the low. <laughs> Which is long as not a real Godzilla villain. A, Mecha Godzilla. B, Space Godzilla. C, Space Kong, or D, Batra? I gotta say Space Kong. Tommy Gus? The fuck? I don't understand this. Um, What is confusing you? Where do these names come from? Three of them. <laughs> Tom, you've been on this podcast like five times. Three of them come from Godzilla movies. One of them comes from Ryan Colby. Yeah. Say it one more time. These are like things that Godzilla fought. They all sound the same to me. They're different if you listen with your ears. <laughs> I don't know. They're all spelled with letters. A, Mecha Godzilla. B, Space Godzilla. C, Space Kong. D, Batra. I'm going to say Space Godzilla. All right. The fake one is Space Kong. God damn it. <laughs> Just like a black astronaut, he'll never exist. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. There probably were black astronauts at some point, but it seemed like a good joke to make. Batra is not an evil enough looking giant bat, but rather he's the evil side of Mothra, who's also considered a guardian of Earth. Oh, God, Ryan. I take I take nobody fuck Ryan. He deserves himself. What? Who is Space Kong? You? I, I don't like Space I, Kong doesn't exist. He's a fake one. He, do you not understand? Oh, I said fake. I said Space Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, with, with Tom. He's Godzilla in space. <laughs> what? You've played this game. So you made a ground of this game. Do you not I, understand? No, I, I, it? I, not I since Jack the Ripper has a name been so explanatory. <laughs> His name is Jack. He rips. His name is Space Godzilla. He Godzilla's in space. <laughs> fuck, Tom. No, I don't have the game works. I just don't know how the fuck. I didn't know there was this much Godzilla out there. <laughs> well, it's not a difficult thing to wrap your brain around. <laughs> yeah, it is. There is. Accept it. Make peace with it. Oh, my God. I'm guessing Matthew Broderick was only in one movie. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Kill me. I don't like him. <laughs> he didn't go to school when he was supposed to <laughs> Yeah, I didn't either, that's not why Which of the following is not a real name of a real feminine hygiene product from the past or present? Number one, A, Dr. Discreet's Daily Conveniences <laughs> Imagine putting a quarter into the machine at a bar restroom and that's like, getting that's, one of those It's like in Victorian England when like pregnant people were like, they're in a condition Like, did you take your daily conveniences? <laughs> You're a bit ornery, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Conveniences is definitely like the, the, the Shakespeare word for toiletries. Uh, B. Methinks the lady inconvenient much. Uh, it means butt stuff. B. Southall's sanitary towels. <laughs> C. Flush down ideal. 
or D, SS napkin? <laughs> the like, secret police could not even find any traces well, of blood in your panties. Well, now, is she referring to the Schutzstaffel or like it's like a boat? Like, uh, I'm captain of the SS napkin, gals. It could be. <laughs> it do. <laughs> On the go, shit. Just make sure you don't mop the poop deck, you can get an infection. <laughs> I soak my pads and gin. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Remember, I always wipe stern to poop deck. Oh, yeah. Pussy to ass, make her come fast. Ass to pussy, she's going to have an infection in her pussy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've never heard you laugh that way. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say SS napkin, because even napkin like implies dabbing. It is a little in, too indiscreet for Puritan America. I'm going to say... Uh, and dabbing didn't come around until recently. <laughs> I'm going to say Dr. What was the name? Dr. Discreet's Daily Conveniences. Dr. Discreet's Daily Conveniences. The fake one is Dr. Discreet's Daily oh! Conveniences. I really wanted that to be real. Keith really Carey, you son of a bitch. Number three, which of the following is not an outdated feminine hygiene product? A. Hartman's Hygienic Towelettes. B. Protecto Sanitary Bloomers. <laughs> protecto! Protecto! Fighting drippage since day one! They're sanitary bloomers to wear under your other four layers of bloomers. <laughs> Don't be indecent, gals. Keep those angles under lock and key, Trollop. <laughs> Heinzmith's ankle locks. They will lead you to impure thoughts. C. The Pemberton Confidence Rag. <laughs> the Pemberton <laughs> Confidence Rag. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd like satirically call another newspaper during the area of like Boss Tweed with all those. Oh, nothing more than a Pemberton Confidence Rag. <laughs> You're in the pocket of Tammany Hall. <laughs> yeah, Joe's Confidence Rag is soaked in ether and shoved into an old man's face. <laughs> There's one more. Or D, the form fit sanitary apron. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, oh, get a? back in the kitchen, you bleeding muck. <laughs> what was A again? Uh, Hartman's hygienic towelettes. Oh, I like towelette. It like, implies like if you get barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> It was a real messy corn dog. Black for your pussy, great for fried chicken. Black yeah. girls have periods too. And you shove a county fair corn dog off your twat. Oh, just oh yeah, just wipe it up with cornbread. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say Pemberton confidence rags. I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the apron one. It is the Pemberton confidence rag. Pemberton oh. confidence oh. rag. This thing is a meme. Uh, this next sketch uh, combines uh, two of my favorite things: uh, movie trailer match- movie trailer mashups and uh, the uh, finishing that sentence <laughs> <laughs> and the and the under uh, the underexposed horrors of the Reagan administration. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a right in Connor's wheelhouse sketch because it is... yeah this is, this is a Joe Dosh sketch. This is a Joe Dosh <laughs> ass sketch, which yeah. is war crimes uh, with whimsy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there was a long stretch of Mean Boys in the early days, but it was. All like references to weird, obscure political shit. Oh yeah, 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 and it continues to be a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah but there was like a lot of like who's on first with the Iwo Jima <laughs> or, or with the fucking Nagasaki bombing. Yeah, all, all that shit, <laughs> shit like that. And it's and it's uh, it's fun because I think it's a weirdly dumb way to handle a very smart topic. Yeah, yeah, and and look, you know, some of those are hits or some of those are misses. I think this is the best of those that we ever. I would did. agree with that as well. And uh, yeah, it's just a very slickly produced uh, audio movie trailer for what if Air Bud, uh, you know, sold drugs. <laughs> to a South American dictatorship. So enjoy the Airbud Contra affair. Woof. 
coming to theaters near you. Now look, Poindexter, the United States business interests simply cannot afford the presence of another communist state in the Western Hemisphere. I understand, Mr. Defense Secretary, but Congress just banned all further aid to the Nicaraguans. Reagan wants a way around all of this. Well, what are we going to do? What's that, Airbud? What did you draw on these papers, boy? Iran? Slipping under the embargo with shell companies? Wow, the Security Council will never be able to trace the money back to the U.S. Who's a good boy? If you want to overthrow an elected leftist government... There's no rule that says a dog can't channel arms sales to a Central American dictatorship. Well, there's international law. But does international law say a dog can't channel arms sales to a Central American dictatorship? Well, no. Don't send a jackal. General, the fascists are storming the building. What? How is that possible? They're being funded by Airbud. Send a golden retriever. Hola, you communist pigs. Perro del Cielo sends his regards. This summer, this is CNN. The communist government of Nicaragua, known for its human rights violations, was overthrown by freedom fighters with help from Airbud, the lovable dog who fights to spread liberty across the globe. The Airbud Contra Affair. Rated PG. Uh, the United Nations is prepared to act on a motion barring any dogs from selling arms to sovereign nations under embargo by the Security Council, thus closing the there's no rule that says a dog can't do things loophole. Mr. Secretary General, the Soviet Union would like to propose an exception to dogs playing soccer on teams to save a rec center from closing or to inspire children with difficult home lives to believe in themselves. The General Assembly finds this acceptable. Motion approved. I have a weird obsession with the Alec Baldwin speech from Glengarry Glen Ross, and I've never actually seen the movie Glengarry Glen Ross. Did you just see it linked in that one famous Cracked article? I've, I mean, probably. I've mm-hmm. seen it just in so many things and just referenced and stuff, but it is, like, such an iconic piece of writing and, like, performance. Uh, and I was just, like, sometimes I like to just see, like, what's a dumb voice I can have to write in? Because yeah. it's like a good experience, experiment to, like, not just sound like me all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was... The, the obvious choice was to put Dr. Seuss in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And I like just taking a, an absurd concept and just playing it as straight as possible. Well, and the thing about this is that the, the pacing of it is so consistently, like, Seussian. Like, it's almost, like, syllable for syllable perfect. Yeah, I mean, I really worked hard on making sure that the syllables lined up. Because I watched the thing, like, 20 times. And I was, like, cross-referencing, like, very specific lines from within the thing. I mean, really, I think we should probably give more of the credit to David Mamet than Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Joe for just delivering it perfectly. Well, Joe, well, and, uh, Joe did does this in drag sometimes. Yeah, has, yeah. At least in the past, and that's why I knew he would crush it. So yeah. I wrote it like, for him specifically. And just with the cold, like serious delivery with no fucking like, ooh, ooh, ooh. no, just fucking. Totally, yeah, because I, I thought it might be funny to do a goofy voice. I was like, no, you play it totally. You play it straight. You got the really, rain in the background. Yeah, there's not even really any jokes in it, per se. Like, no, it's, it's just commits to being what it is. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it almost takes you a minute to realize how stupid it is. <laughs> and then you're yeah. all the way in. No, uh, it's one uh, of my favorites. Yeah, it's a phenomenal piece of dramatic acting by Joe as well. Particularly at the end, he gets real heavy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's that's the thing. It's you got to you commit to your stupidity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so with that said, uh, please enjoy Glen Gary Glen Seuss. They all here? I'll accept the cat in the hat. Well, I'm going anyway. Let me have your attention, please. My name is the Lorax. I speak for the leads. You're talking about what? A sail you can't land? Some broad won't let you put your green eggs in her ham? 
Does that shit matter? I say to you, no, sirs. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers. Listen up close and listen up quick. Your sales are pathetic. They make me sick. Hear me, I say, like Horton hears who's. Believe me, pal, I am not fucking with you. I'm here on a mission of worry and mercy. A mission assigned by both Mitchell and Murray. Levine, they are worried, both Murray and Mitch. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch? What's your name again? One fish, two fish, red fish, blue. What's my name? My name is fuck you. You came to work in a Hyundai, Levine. I took a wubulous flying machine with gizmos and gadgets and lots of propellers. You ain't shit to me unless you're the best seller. Nothing matters except being on top. You're a good father? Fuck you. Let your kids hop on pop. Go home and tell your wife all your woes. Or sit down, shut up, and fucking close. We've just changed the rules of this month's competition. First prize is a thing for which you've all been wishing. A genuine, bona fide Cadillac car. Oh, the places you'll go wide and far. Second prize is a wonderful thing. Ting Toslers and Bing Boslers with bells you can ring. If you sell less than that, I think you should know. Third prize is you're fired, so go, dog, go. You want to keep your fucking job? Then repeat after me, you cocksucking slobs. A is for always. B is for B. C is for closing. Easy, you see. You'll never forget it. I wrote it in chalk. Interested? I hope so, because it's fuck or walk. Always be closing in a box with a fox while wearing socks on a train on a plane in the rain or off in Spain. These leads are worth millions. It's true. We've price tagged it. So I ask, do you hear me, you fucking faggots? Always be closing the fucking leads. The fucking leads to sell the fucking thneeds. Because fucking thneeds are what everyone needs. Their name on the line is what I must read. The thneeds are weak. The thneeds are weak? The fucking thneeds are weak? You're weak. You better start now. Start jumping these hurdles. Start stacking up sales like your yurtle the turtle. Otherwise, all you sneeches and whos will be on the corner just shining my shoes. And when snow starts to fall and the weather gets frosty, you'll have no more dollars from the job that you losty. No presents or toys for little girls and scamps. You can't buy roast beast with fucking food stamps. And you'll look at your daughter, sweet Cindy Lou Who, and you'll tell her it wasn't the Grinch that stole Christmas. It was you. At a certain point, uh, we started opening the show with an opening slam where we just reduced someone's very essence to a, a cruel uh, footnote. Yeah, it became a fun icebreaker of, like, how many ways can we possibly be shitty to each other? Yeah, and you know what? We figured, uh, why not close the show with the opening of the show? So yeah, uh, we put together a, 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 a supercut of all the opening slams. And uh, you know what? Here's the 66.6 more of them and beyond. Yeah, thank you, everybody who's ever listened to this show or come to a live thing or anything. Uh, we are going to keep on doing this as long as you guys keep loving it. Yeah, and uh, of, of all the things I've ever done in my life, this is the thing that's made me the happiest, and this is the thing that I'm the most proud of. How funny would it be if we stopped doing it next week? <laughs> <laughs> Super funny. Oh, what? Buried in a shallow grave with the Bad Audio Network. Yeah, I'm fifth banana on a sitcom. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to the CW, bitch. Yeah, I'm not Googling anymore weird things and fan fictions and making lists of them and coming up with pun based titles to try to trick you fat assholes alright I'm on CBS <laughs> the fat seemed unnecessary uh, 
Was it? Yeah, fair point. All right. So enjoy this compilation of the opening slams. Thank you again for listening. Please tell your friends. Uh, send them this episode. Badger them with it. Yeah, yeah. Go fucking spread the good word, all right? We do this for you, and you really make it worth it. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Mayonnaise Gumby. Uh, Mormon timeshare salesman. Uh, uh, if you put the Frosty the Snowman hat on a white pudding cup. Teenage cartoon caterpillar. An autistic person's drawing of a twink. An anorexic cabbage patch doll. Dennis the Menace with a ketamine problem. The world's only straight bottom. Transgendered Inland Empire soccer mom. Yay! <laughs> And I'm not, not Connor McSpadden. Yeah, not Connor <laughs> Taylor Swift before puberty. Connor McSpadden. Who's a cunt? Yo. A hefty bag full of cupcake stumps. A hipster Sasquatch. Al Madrigal at Coachella. A lesbian juggalo. White trash Daisy Duck. <laughs> Methadone Winnie the Pooh. Proof that Trump has a point. Not as fun since I quit drinking. Living on borrowed time and money. And West Hollywood Jimmy Neutron. A fetus made with too much cum. Faggy too dope. And the human equivalent of spoiled gogurt. A ghost's tampon. A flesh dollop. I'm gonna have to buy two seats on the river ferry sticks. If Ursula turns Sugar Ray into one of her poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> Asexual Dairy Queen Manager. A power bottom with no power. Malnourished Pilgrim Housewife. A float from the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Gay Parade. Arts and Crafts Hitler Youth. The least liked employee at a guitar center. And my third favorite roommate. The lump of coal in the gene pool stocking. A sexy possum. Live action Arthur the Aardvark. <laughs> An old toddler. A cumbarista. Oxycontin Dr. Seuss. The guy that sold your sister the Adderall that led to her death. <laughs> A knobby need scoundrel. Fuck everything. God is dead. (laughs) God, we have a dumb podcast. This is real dumb. I love it.